We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Welcome to The Connection, a weekly radio program where we share our experiences and expertise with stories of caring, courage, and change right here in Connecticut. Listen to learn about needed resources to improve your well-being and transform your life. Now, here are the hosts of The Connection, Lisa dematis Lapore and Ann Baldwin. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to another edition of The Connection right here on WTIC News Talk 1080. It's so great to have you along with us today. Um, I'm kind of flying solo, but not really, because I've got my good friend Gail Liebert here in the studio with me, and Gail's going to talk about this unbelievable event that's coming up this Saturday of Father's Day weekend. And you know when that is. If you don't, you should. June 19th. Gail, it's so good to see you. We go so far back, you and I, right? And it's so good to see you too. And it's so good to be here in the studio and to actually be out and about in person and to see people coming back together again and smiles and happiness. And it's just great. It is good, right? To see people's expressions, their eye contact, their if they're smiling, if they're not smiling. It just, I'm hoping that we're getting back to some sort of normalcy. So I've had the pleasure of working with you folks over at Kleinberg for a long time. I know your history. You're such a treasure, not only in New Britain, Connecticut, but across, you know, the United States, one of the first orphanages, really, right, in the United States. We were one, well, we have a lot of deep history in, yeah. in the orphanage era, built, you know, back in 1903 is when John Klingberg started it mm-hmm. all. So we're really excited uh, to be talking about our big fundraiser of the year um, and the way that we really sustain the work we do with thousands of children and families um, who have been victims of trauma or abuse. So we're glad to be here today. And you keep, you know, people think of, and this is my opinion, an orphanage is a thing of the past. But it's really not. The need still continues. And I've got a dear friend of mine. I'll just use her first name, Jeannie. And she is probably in her 80s. But anyway, she was raised in an orphanage. And I love her like nobody else, right? So I understand from that perspective what it took. And you've kind of zigged and zagged a little bit because you've had to. But you're still providing services for people who really need, like you said, whether it's domestic violence, you know, I've just, there's so many different issues going on in our world right now. And Kleinberg is there to assist people. That's what it's about. Absolutely. And we really care about the children. Um, And we also know based on what John Klingberg started way back when, that the children need Um, adults in their lives to nurture them and encourage them. So whether it's a godparent or an aunt or an uncle or a mentor or a teacher, um, we want to raise up those caregivers and those families and um, help those kids have a positive outlook on the future. You know, I want to um, talk a little bit. I like you the way you share the story. I worked on a video project. It was what your anniversary for Kleinberg. How many years ago was that? Two? 
uh, I hate to tell you, but it was four. Oh my gosh, <laughs> time flies. So can you talk a little bit about the emotion of, and the story that we shared about the grandfather and the orphanage, and I'll let you tell the story. So we interviewed a, um, a woman who had lived in the orphanage back in the very beginning in the early 1900s, and her name was Margaret. Um, she came, we discovered her when she shared with her son after 99 years that she had, been grown, she had grown up in, in an orphanage. She had never told anyone. Um, and here she was telling her son for the first time. Well, fast forward, she came up and shared her story on video. And she talked about the first day that she came to the orphanage, she and her sister. And her, her father, or grandfather, I can't remember which one, um, was bringing her up to the orphanage. And if anybody knows Klingberg, they know the steep hill mm -hmm. um, that Klingberg is on. And her grandfather or father um, was walking them up the hill, the two girls, and he couldn't make it. It was so hard physically and emotionally for him that he couldn't make it all the way up the hill. And she remembered that um, he let go of her hand and she um, and the grandmother um, let, let them, took she and his, her sister up uh, the rest of the way. So, you know, for whatever reason, back then the reasons were different why kids needed to be in orphanages. A lot of times moms died in childbirth mm -hmm. um, and dad had to go out and work. And now um, there are all different reasons why children need assistance um, to get through um, adulthood to adulthood. So we're really um, blessed by, the, by the, the fact that we have all these rich stories of the people who grew up at Klingberg and also are able to share this going forward with their families and their, you know, kids and grandkids and great grandkids. Right. So hopefully we've just pulled on the emotional heartstrings of our audience. So let's talk a little bit about the positive stuff because as a nonprofit, we all know that the struggles are real. You know, it's hard to find financing, you write grants, you do whatever you can. But our communities are so much better because of the efforts that you put into it and the time and attention that you pay to people that are in need. So Cleanberg Vintage Motor Car Series 29th annual event is coming up. I have attended this uh, in the past, but this year things are going to be a little bit different, but it's it's all good, right? And it's Father's Day weekend again. Mark your calendars, Saturday, June 19th. We've had um, families come to this event um, as part of their father, Father's Day weekend ritual for a long time. Uh, so um, 29 years ago, we came up with the idea that people liked to see vintage cars, cars their grandfathers owned, cars their dads owned, cars they got when they were 16 years old and now they're 50. Mm -hmm. And so um, we developed this um, new idea um, and it's our only fundraiser of the year. Back then, car shows weren't a thing the way they are a thing today. Right. So um, back last year, we weren't able to have the June show because of COVID, but by September, we really wanted to figure out a way to get people together. And if you remember, there was that little window when people were feeling comfortable about being outside. So we said, well, what if the cars, the vintage cars came and we, we parked them all along the campus and we created a route and the spectators, instead of getting out of their cars and you know having to spread germs and have social contact, they actually got to drive through and see the cars. And so it, we didn't know if it was gonna work or not, but sure enough it did and people loved it. They brought their trucks and they stood on the truck um, base and they took photos. Yeah. The kids hung out of the windows. Yeah, that's great. There were great conversations about the, all the memories of these cars. And so we're, we're repeating that um, this June on June 19th, on that Saturday, we're gonna do the drive-through format again. 
And if you're out there listening to this and maybe your kid would suggest it or as a father, you suggest it because there is no admission fee. You will collect donations if people feel that they want to. You can drive through as much as you want. Uh, it, what an experience. And to me, you know, especially for these holidays, it's not about the gift you get. It's about the experience. And these, to me, would seem like such memorable moments for people. And I know that you had a few, you know, things that went on with the last one, but you made improvements. Yep. So you figured it out. And that's what we've all had to do during COVID. And so I really encourage people. And I want to talk about your Grand Marshal. Yes. So we are very fortunate to have as our Grand Marshal of this show, Wayne Carini. Now, many of you know Wayne as the um, host of the famous show, Chasing Classic Cars, um, he's an amazing guy who has such a heart for taking a car out of somebody's barn that's been in there for 25 years, 50 years, 100 years, and actually um, put it, bringing it back to life and finding out the story behind that particular car. Uh, so Wayne will be at, at our show on Saturday, June 19th, and uh, he's always enjoys talking to the car owners, hearing their stories and um, loves to be part of the event. And he's such a real guy. I met him, I guess it was four years ago when I was at that car show. And he's just, he's so invested in what you do at Kleinberg. Why do you think he chose you? Well, Wayne has a real heart for kids who have behavioral health issues. Um, he has a daughter with autism. And so he really believes in supporting communities who are helping kids um, get through um, their issues and become really wonderful adults. And so Wayne has always been very generous with his time and his support, and uh, we're really grateful to him. Um, before Wayne, actually, his dad, Bob Carini, um, was a grand marshal of our show, and um, Bob and Wayne actually came together. Bob was the star, not Wayne. Right. Um, and now it's wonderful because Wayne now brings his family as well. So um, again, just a real family connection with the Carini family and Klingberg Family Centers. If you're just tuning in, we're speaking with Gail Liebert. She's the Director of Partnership Development at Klingberg. And we go way back. And the other thing about it's this is ju not just your normal car show you've developed a reputation you talk about there's a legacy here it's not that you just well you can just show up with your car but you've really developed at Kleinberg a reputation for bringing in pre-war automo automobiles you brought in all you know all kinds of traditional cars and things that just kind of like make your mouth drop they're really unique cars that's what's fun about it one year we had a house car it was a car that was built um, in the shape of a house um, that was meant to be to be an advertisement for the Sears homes that were would be pre-built um, we had the thermos car one year and that car was built just like thermos to again show what a thermos was all about pre any pre our idea of any idea of what a thermos might mean um, in terms of taking your milk to school uh, so we've had all different unique cars and that's what we'd like to bring to our audience mm -hmm. these different unique cars that you would never see um, anywhere else never ever ever and of course this is happening at um, Kleenberg's home right which is at 370 Linwood Street in New Britain and it's a big day for New Britain that day so it's not only the car show that you can go through as many times as, as you want with no admission fee but there's a lot of things going on about uh, in New Britain that people can also take part make a day out of it right absolutely the um, the museum the New Britain Museum of um, American Art is having a Juneteenth um, event with all sorts of unbelievably great activities um, the 
New Britain High School graduation is happening that, day? that morning. Can you imagine? Graduate and then take dad through, or mom. Or for, you know, it doesn't have to be about Father's right. Day, right? Right. So that's a great thing to do. Just say, surprise, guess what? We got to take a little detour and we're going to go see these great cars. Absolutely. It'll be a blast. That is so fun. Um, now, we do want to say, though, it's, you know, when you got classic cars and these people are very particular about their cars, it is a no rain event. So should it rain on Saturday, you would hold it when? The, the following Saturday, okay. uh, June 26th. Okay. So vintage cars, I mean, it did rain back in 100 years ago. So yeah. I'm not quite sure why they don't like to come out. But the vintage cars do not come out in the rain or in the chance of rain. Uh, so we will um, reschedule if that were to be happened. And if you just watch our website um, or our Facebook page, we'll be announcing that um, midweek. Okay. I so will how, say, how can people find you on the website? So the website is klingbergmotorcarseries.org. Um, you can also go to, you'll find it on our Klingberg.org website, um, and it has all the information about whether you're a spectator, whether you're a car owner, whether you're a volunteer or a last-minute volunteer. We still, um, we can always use help. Um, always need hands on deck. All help. hands on deck, and it's for a great cause. Yep. And just for a little spelling lesson, K-L-I-N-G-B-E-R-G. That's how you spell Klingberg. And it is a, such a great event. And I want to go back to your comment about it rained 500 years ago. So why, did, why have you ever sat and talked to a car collector? Because it's, it's, a, it's a whole investment. They got to wait until the sand's off the street. Um, you know, especially here in Connecticut where they treat the roads with so much stuff. They're very particular about what gets on their cars and stuff. And, and that's the beauty because when I was there, people could actually walk up and touch and this and that. They don't necessarily want that. But what I loved about it, Gail, is that so many of these cars, what was it, because I was a judge that year, um, was it a 65 Chevy, uh, Bel Air, oh my God, my dream car, uh, and the woman did it all up. She had the poodle skirt, she had her hair up in a ponytail, she had the ketchup and mustard, you know, hanging like she was a drive-in movie, and that's the other, it's not just like you're looking at cars, you're really experiencing what happened when these cars were made. Absolutely. It brings back all sorts of um, history. Um, you know, when we talk about the pre-war cars, um, we talk about, you know, pre-1942 when cars were made differently before the war than after the war. So that's a whole unique different set of cars. But then there are the 50s and the 60s. And many of us grew up in the 50s and the 60s and remember learning to drive on those cars. My Ford Galaxy. Oh my gosh, I love seeing that car. Or the Beetle or the Carmen Ghia. Uh, so it really brings back a lot of history um, of our country and a lot of memories. Many people don't know, and speaking of history, Anne, that um, there were cars actually manufactured in Connecticut. In fact, there were over 175 different makes of cars that were manufactured in Connecticut in the early 1900s. And uh, we have, uh, again, on our website, you can find some interesting stories about those cars, um, anywhere from the Pope to the Corbin, um, even to a car named Frisbee. Isn't that funny? Because you don't know the history, right? We think of Connecticut as the insurance capital of the world. But back in the day, like you said, car manufacturers existed here until Ford kind of right. took over and took things on themselves. Yep. So, um, and it's so great because I know, you know, as a child going to these car shows or, you know, whatever my dad said or my grandfather said or just walking around with my kids, you don't ever forget that experience. No, you don't, you, you don't. don't. And, and you're experiencing this and you're still helping a great cause. So if people want to, they can still sign up or they can show up the day of. So Absolutely. can you explain how that works a little bit? So we, um, we invite all car owners pre-1989. I know that sounds kind of 
young for a car, but it really <laughs> isn't. It's a classic car. Uh, pre-1989 cars um, to come day of, um, Saturday, um, they're invited, the car owners are invited to come at 8 o'clock in the morning and drive right in. Again, we aren't doing any um, entrance charge this year uh, in, in June because of uh, COVID and the drive through situation. Just come drive in. Um, there's no uh, registration required. Um, so just come and uh, we'll give you all the materials. We will be awarding trophies. Or, oh, that's um, right. Awards. I forgot about that. Um, so because of um, COVID, we changed it up a little bit and we have awards that we will be awarding. Um, we won't be announcing those awards until Monday. Uh, so um, it'll be a, there will be a special announcement on our website, in our email, and on Facebook on Monday. Again, mark your calendars. Saturday. Father's Day weekend, June 19th, and this goes from 9 until 2. And as Gail just said, you can drive through as many times as you want. Maybe you want to go back and say, hey, let's make a list of what we want to go back and really kind of check out. Um, so it's the Kleinberg Vintage Motor Car Series, the 29th annual Grand Marshal, Wayne Carini. So how are people going to be able to interact with Wayne if they're driving through in their cars? Well, I suspect they'll be very creative, okay. as they usually well, there are. There might be a surprise. Well, it's interesting because um, the cars actually go about zero miles an hour. Um, we have people, we have volunteers along the route to encourage them to keep moving. Um, but I'm sure Wave will wa uh, Wayne will wave to people and talk to people. Mm -hmm. um, it's not out of the, uh, many of the car owners will be talking, answering questions to spectators as they walk along um, or as they drive along. So um, it will still be interactive. That's fantastic. And like I said, you know, you really should support these causes and try to get out and try to get out about. But let's talk a little bit about how there's other ways that people can also support Kleinberg. Because this show is called The Connection. And we love to connect people with people that need a connection. Mm -hmm. So what else are you looking for over at Kleinberg? How can people get involved? Uh, obviously, financially, that goes without saying. But how else can people make a difference? One of the things that um, we always need <clears throat> are people to do foster care. So um, people who are interested or families who are interested in fostering a child. Um, there are many children in Connecticut right now who are um, without a home and without parents, and they need uh, a warm, comfortable home with people uh, in it who can, will support them. So that is one really important way, and it's a big ask. Uh, we know that it's a big ask, but you may know someone out there, um, or you may have someone in mind who's, ex who's expressed a change. You know, we've all been cooped up with COVID. We've all, you know, kind of re-switched our priorities and said, you know what, I want to make a difference. And um, if you know someone um, or a family who might want to make a difference, or if you want to make a difference in a child's life, um, please uh, just go to our website. There's more information on there. Um, and we really, you know, part of our mission is to support the families not just when they're placed with them, when they have a placement in their home, but as, they, as that child is in their home um, and helping to prepare the child when they have to leave the home. So, or um, if they leave the home. Or I mean, that, who knows? I mean, right. that, that could become their forever home. And, we, and that's the thing that I love about not only your program with foster care, but the connections as well, is that you don't just expect people to take in a kid and then you're on your own. Right. There are support services. There's so much that the state of Connecticut does to support foster families. And I've experienced stories of, you know, these foster kids who actually end up being adopted, depending yep. on the situation, and happy endings. Now, they're not all happy endings, and that's why they're the 24-hour, you know, crisis line. Right. But um, not to make light of it, but that's what we need, right? That's what we need in life is to give back, especially to kids. Right. It's not their fault. Right. They, oftentimes, they just, they're victims, and uh, it's sad. You know, the other thing, and you ask about um, helping, 
you know, maybe you know somebody who's experiencing some difficulty, and uh, maybe um, there's a child in your life that you know that's really struggling, whether it's with their relationship with their parents or their relationship with their friends or their siblings. Um, we have a great outpatient clinic that can also help kids who are struggling mentally um, and maybe aren't up to par. And maybe this whole school, virtual, non-virtual, has just really gotten the better of them. Some kids have thrived in it, and some kids have really struggled. So... Um, reach out to our outpatient clinic and um, they would love to be helpful. Um, you know, I think that that's the other thing. We need to help each other and we need to be aware of those people who are really struggling. Um, mm. Extra special. Right, and access to services are where to start. Mm. Um, that's always, I found the biggest question, where do I begin? Right. Uh, so if you go to Kleinberg, go to their website, all the services are there. That's where you start, right? And then take it from there. Yep. And there is help out there. You just have to access it. And sometimes when you're in the middle of something, that's the hardest time to do that. That's so true. It really is true. And I think that um, staying quiet and staying away and thinking that things are just going to get better, um, we've all done that in our lives. And, uh, you know, <laughs> I think that if we can help someone else, we, if we can help pull someone else out, especially a child or an adolescent or a youth who is struggling, wow. That's a big difference. If all of us made a difference in one person's life, mm -hmm. what a great world we would, we would have. I know. And I've, you know, in, in my whole journey, I've kind of taken on these kids that are being raised by their grandmother up the street. And that's what I find is just whatever I can do to share my life experiences, share my hope and give these, because you know, why there's so many situations too, where these grandmothers are raising their grandkids. Okay. You're 80 something years old. You should be retired and having fun and doing what you thought you would be doing. But it's just like you said, Gail, taking that one moment and really focusing on helping somebody out. That's really what it's all about. Yep. So let me ask you this. Um, why? How are you? If this is your biggest fundraiser, but you're not charging people to go through. So we are fortunate to have uh, sponsors that uh, corporate sponsors um, who are really generous in supporting this initiative. Mm -hmm. um, and again, if you go on the website, you'll see the whole list of those sponsors. But um, typically, we are very fortunate the sponsors never leave us. Um, they only, you know, come back and get larger. So it's really wonderful to have the, corp the support of the corporate world. And um, they often get their own employees involved as well. And so um, it's a real win for us as well. So we're really grateful to them for their support. So is Stanley involved again this year? Yes, Stanley's involved. Oh, Stanley um, Black & Decker, yes. I remember four years ago, they were giving out little toolkits. That was right. so much fun. Yep. I finally got my own toolkit. Oh, that, was, <laughs> that was probably the highlight other than the cars of, of being there. And again, the Grand Marshal is Wayne Carini. You've really got to check this out because is it too late though if people want to sponsor you? Or they, like you said, cars can still register up yep. until the day of. And that can be interesting too because... What some people think is a classic car can be very interesting. So that's part of the fun of it as well. So if people want to sponsor you, can they still get involved? They can still get involved. Okay. So just get in touch with me or go to the website and you'll see all the information there for sure. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. The exciting part is too, Anne, that we have a September event as well. So um, September, September 25th is our second event and that will feature um, race cars, um, past and present. So we're excited about that as well. How fun. And you're one of those organizations that it's so fun to follow. And, you know, do your research about these organizations and then find out why you want to support them. 
right? Because you think, well, what's this all about or where's the money going? And I can tell you from, you know, just my working with you and in your great organization, I know where the money goes and it goes to help the kids. Right. And we all benefit from that. Absolutely true. It's so true. It really is. So we have one new um, couple elements that I want to mention. Hurry um, up. We've only got a minute. We have a brand <laughs> new coloring book pages. So oh, that's right. as people come through, they will be given um, these coloring book pages. And we've created coloring book pages out of uh photos of the vintage cars so don't miss that um, and uh, keep watching our website you might even see one pop up there oh that's great who doesn't love a good coloring page right yep. well gail liebert thank you so much for being here i truly appreciate it gail again is the director of partnership development for cleanberg and one last call to put this on your calendar you should have had a chance to get a pen and paper by now cleanberg vintage motor car series 29th annual event coming up saturday june 19th unless it rains it'll be the following weekend so if you've got a chance to drive through and check out all this stuff why not what a great experience gail thank you so much it was so good to see you again so good to see you Anne. and thanks for having the courage to come in the studio it's so good to see somebody without a mask on and face to face it's all good I love it. Love yeah. being here. All right. And we want to thank all of you as well for tuning in to this edition of The Connection right here on WTIC News Talk 1080. really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com.